Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. It's Dick Week. Previously on Crudely Drawn Swords, the Hawks made their way from the bottom of a slippery staircase, kicked in a door, brutalised some poor hobo, uh, and then stole a boat. Come to think, we're not very good people in hindsight, are we? Captain Waldcrank says, so what are you planning to do now you're out of the city? Uh, what sort of recompense would you want for taking us um, down to the end of the river? There's a ball of mist moving rapidly down the river towards you. It begins to take the form of a boat. Mist is rising around the curve of its hull because it's completely encased in glassy ice. The deck is a frozen tableau of men and women in armour. Central on the barge is a man suspended in the ice just above the deck. He wears warm robes, fur-lined and in rich colours. Waldcrank, what, you're bowing. What's, what's, what's going on? It's the king, sir. Oh, it's the king. Oh, it's the king. I'm just going to kind of glance at Enigma. Can I pull the rope back in, um, attach the sword to the end of it and attempt to throw that? The sword strikes into it and it sinks in like a knife into butter. It seems to me that if it's held taut enough, I could tightrope walk along that. Stu, give me a defy danger strength. What? And then rolls a two. The ice, the boat, the people, everything shatters into tiny fragments. No! Ah! If that was an illusion, then the sword that I've just scabbarded would not be humming with energy. Enigma, um... The others have gone down below deck. I think everything's settled up here for now. Um, let's go so take a, a load off for a while. Why, why don't you come join us downstairs? Haven't we got work to do? We should be doing something. Just let's just be nice to Enigma, okay? Are you an orphan? I'm, I'm grabbing his mouth and I'm stifling him and pushing him behind my back. Hey, how you doing, Enigma? Do you want a song? I'll beckon everyone oh, to sort of sit down together and sort of gather around. Like, uh, now, Enigma, look, we're jerks most of the time, um, but it, naturally, naturally. We're jerks most of the time. Stands up, walks quietly. That, that's it, that's it. <laughs> just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> and then me and Bambi follow him and just walk out. <laughs> Close the door slowly behind us so she sees Bambri's if fingers. If you're happy laughing. and you've got parents, clap your hands. If you're happy and you've got parents, clap your hands. If you're happy. Um, look, uh, uh, anyway, we, we've joked around um, a, a little, perhaps. <laughs> your dead parents. Supposing that um, that maybe you're for royal descent, but uh, come on. Um, we've seen how you've reacted there. We, we saw what just happened. It's the king um, of the country, you... of course I'm going to react. That's yeah. our country. Right, okay. Okay. Um, and there's nothing else. Do, do you want to Do you want to lay any cards on the table now? I mean, we, we don't need to do this. If you oh, ask. look, I'm fed up with doing the bloody card thing. <laughs> Listen, Enigma, if what we think of you is true, is true, that's cool. If it's not, that's fine. But mm. considering what's just happened... Naturally. We'll... We are here for you as cheesy hawks. We're here, so let's just 
plow ahead if that's what you want to do. If you don't want to talk, cool. So I'm going to pass the, uh, the bottle of mead. Yeah, let's just do say, a toast to the king. To the king. To the king. Yeah. To the king. I'm going to chink, chink my mead <clears throat> bottle. and. Um, so, Banbury, what, what's the skinny? Is this an ice bomb about to go off? Was it? No, nah, it's, it's used up. Is that the same thing the other one would have done? I think they can use them for different things. I think they're just like a source of magical kind of. They're like a battery. Like I don't. I didn't get a chance to study what the other one did, obviously, because Percy just threw it yep. through a thing. But in fairness, Enigma You're had welcome. died, uh, so you know other things. Yeah, were bigger things there. to worry about. But I'm gonna have a study. I, of this. I stand by that decision. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I stand yeah, by that. Good. That was a good plan. It shut that portal. I mean, if we'd managed to study how that portal worked, then we could have maybe just. It was none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'm going to study a dead seagull now instead because that's going to be really useful uh, so I'm just going to go Sounds sit it. in that corner uh, you guys talk about adult stuff okay Okay. so she starts to take a bra off <laughs> Burberry walks back down and sits down and then <laughs> And then went to sleep. I'm going to uh, wink at the guys as if that's not the end of the story. <laughs> not Bambri, though. He doesn't see it. Back God to the corner he goes. <laughs> he wanted adult. I suppose I could have gone with my classical fanfic. I slowly removed his chainmail. <laughs> his muscles bulged invitingly. <laughs> what happened on the wall stays on the wall. <laughs> Where's the captain been in all of this? He's he's been steering. He's making sure your boat doesn't like crash into any riverbanks or anything. I thought you were gonna say he's been standing right next to you the whole time. <laughs> he's quite good at the captaining job. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Well, yeah. How's Enigma looking? Hot. We're gonna, I'm gonna subtly, I'm gonna Pretty subtly glance over. She's looking hot and kind of <laughs> sorrowful. <laughs> it's a weirdly erotic mix. Steely faced. Steely faced. Uh, I assume when you say hot, you probably mean still freezing cold. quite cold, having just been out of a freezing river. I am looking chill. 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 Okay. So, so you can't tell if Enigma's bottom lip is wobbling because her teeth are chattering. It could be that. Could be. Okay. Well, Enigma, we're we, we've got this sword. We're trying to get it out of the way. We're trying to get uh, Tristan to to Malahim. Um, to Malahim! To Malahim. Uh, the, the, there's not a lot of things that, that are <laughs> going on uh, amongst the, the little group that we've got assembled. Um, I think we're just going to go ahead uh, and assume it's probably going to be quite important to keep you safe. Always. Let's get rid of this sword. Yes, let's get rid of this sword. Let's provide a bit of focus. Um, and we are going to focus, for the moment, on getting Tristan to Malahim. Uh, because that would, to Malahim! That would seem to align with an awful lot of... Of our other interests. Um, what no, other interests? The one about getting rid of the sword. The one about getting rid of the sword. The one about keeping Enigma safe, having seen oh, what we've just okay, seen. No, I thought you know. I was thinking, just get rid of the sword. Yeah, okay, no, no, that's fine. So th- th- that all seems to sort of fit with the the program that we're on, and, and, and so that that's what we're going to do. Um, all, all of us here have each other's backs in, in some way or another, um, and it. it if it's uh, if you do want to bring anything to us, then I'm I'm sure that we're here and we're we're capable of, uh, of keeping anything that you, that you need to be under wraps. Thanks. But we're not going to ask you for it. We're going to go to Malahim, um, and we're going to save Tristan. To Malahim. 
Good. Let's get a move on. Let's go. <laughs> I like the idea they just walk out the cabin now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, guys, yep, still in the river. <laughs> they get to the end of the deck and are like, yep. They look at each other, so... Back downstairs. Malahim. <laughs> I'm going to look out the front of the ship off to the distance. To Malahim. All the people that played the crudely drawn swords drinking game, they're wasted by now. <laughs> I suspect it's any time Stu botches a roll. <laughs> Anytime Ben says um that, uh, They don't get to hear that You guys get to hear that <laughs> I spend a shitload of time editing out So many ums Okay, While well, they're up on the deck Working out what to do I'm going to sidle over to Banbury Okay Banbury's dismantling a seagull I think uh, Banbury what are you doing fine. Describe describe your work The seagull has uh, basically been destroyed by black magic So parts of it have been crushed As the black magic tape has literally kind of well, I'd say suffocated it, but obviously it was dead, yeah. so it didn't actually have any breath in it. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out how Olenbroyer was controlling it. So not only... Bambri's got no experience with necromancy. He understands a little bit about um, elemental uh, control and manipulation, but has no understanding whatsoever about necromancy. So the fact that has killed all of the seagulls in the area and then raised them is pretty impressive to him. So yeah. he's just trying to figure out if there's any residual magic in there which he can tap into and have a look and see how necromancy works. Okay, well, this this is actually quite interesting, I think. So give me give me your roll. There we go, another pass. There's a hint of magic about it. Now, you've been through the realm of Mother Death, so you know a little about what it feels like. Like, in the way that we might see a colour or be able to recognise a scent... You can kind of feel different types of magic a little bit. And this doesn't have the sense of necromancy about it. In fact, what you do notice is that in blood vessels that you've crossed, the blood itself was frozen. And you can feel a little hint of elemental magic about it. So it's not like these things have actually died and then been resurrected. They've died and the physical... The ice inside it has been manipulated, but just within the form of the seagull. With incredible finesse, but yes. Okay, okay. I'll uh, smile as I play with a dead bird and then realise Tristan is staring over me. Yeah, also, Banbury's little corner here, just for colour, it smells like someone has dismantled a seagull. In fairness, Tristan is standing next to me and he fell in the river. <laughs> and also... Yeah, and is perfectly clean. Add to that, Banbury's there. <laughs> who hasn't watched in God knows how long. So that corner was going to smell wretched anyway. It's, it's like a panoply of odours. Also, Enigma has now fallen in the river, so the oh, yeah. only one that doesn't smell of shit is Percy. Thank you very much. Yeah, in fairness, the river is effectively the major sewer for the city as well, so... How many, how many uh, air holes and portholes and stuff are there down in the bottom of this barge. That will be leaks. Well, this is basically a large cargo hold. It's a big empty room, but it's quite well sealed because they need to keep the cargo dry. So They drill so many ear holes in the bottom of the barge. <laughs> it's just unreal. It's full of seals. It's quite an innovation. <laughs> should, should we open a window slash trap door just to let some air in? Oh, wait. <laughs> Banbury's <laughs> never been on a boat before. Banbury probably understands in theory the boat, but obviously the barge poles are a bit much for him. So you know, maybe he'll try and open a window. 
Or make a window? <laughs> Let's hope not, because I'm pretty sure that Adamar doesn't have the strongest opinion of him already. <laughs> I think making underwater windows in his boat is going to definitely lose your friend, who isn't exactly a friend right now, because you've just been a massive jerk to him every time he's spoken to you. Also, you're not entirely sure that he felt that threatened by you. <laughs> well, he did. By a slightly pudgy 13-year-old, spotty, dirty, disgusting runt. How come Bamprey's getting younger every time we hear yeah. him? Are you I doing think... like a Merlin? <laughs> That's the true black magic. How old was Bamprey meant to be? There's a potato sack that gets older as he gets younger. He's like 12, 13, isn't he? He was like 36 when we started. Yeah, he's 36. <laughs> All right, lads. Just going to have another flag. <laughs> He was like 14 when we started, and I don't like to imagine he's got younger. All right, fine. The thing is, if you grow up in the woods and no one really cares about your birthday because no one really cares about you, you don't know how old you are. And the, yeah, yeah. Tiny violins are playing all over the barge as everyone's crying, but they're crying because of the smell, not because of any sympathy for the poor little runt. Yeah, you've had a bad day. <laughs> So there's Banbury's stinky corner. Everyone else is drinking to Malahir. <laughs> do, do you get like proper drunk? Yes. Yes. And we make sure Enigma does as well. Percy probably wouldn't because he's kind of our sober man tonight. He, Percy knows that one of us has to get blind drunk with Enigma. Mm. Are we so drunk we have to roll damage because that's a bad sign? Yeah. <laughs> Given the circumstances, then Percy will have a tipple or two. <laughs> we're gonna get i'm a princess and my dad's just died in front of my eyes drunk <laughs> Are you? like after a while tristan actually does say that because he's so <laughs> drunk he started to believe it to be true of himself <laughs> yeah, but i empathize this is how i write this is um enigma believes him and is commiserating with him such sad tales <laughs> maybe that maybe that's where we like fade out for the evening with... uh, I, I was going to say uh, once Banbury's dealt with his situation presumably these two are drinking so heavily they fall asleep yeah I would think so Ah, I like to think our heads are cradled next to each other just kind of I don't well it's happening <laughs> it's oh. it's sweet you fall and Ingrid falls asleep first Tristan's like it's getting in there <laughs> lay my head on hers and fall asleep just so she's got some human contact so she knows she's not alone you're just lying with your heads on each side of an empty barrel and whenever the ship goes one way it rolls and hits one of you and then when the ship goes the other it rolls and hits the other and that's how you spend the night you're like clunk ow clunk ow <laughs> Um, yeah, so what, what are you up to, Banbury? Banbury's going to wander over to Percy and uh, settle in near the sleeping Enigma and Tristan and ask Percy just a bit about himself. So, Percy, like, we've been travelling together a long time. Obviously, I've Ooh. been put, you know, with you. Like, the church handed me over to you, but I don't really understand, like, why you're even with the church. Like, why, what motivate, why would anyone dedicate their life to a Oh, God. Listen, Bambi, it's, it, it's rather late at night. Why don't you you just pull up a little duvet and, and start to go to sleep? And uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story about something that happened once upon a time, maybe a, a few years ago. Uh, and this was perhaps quite a, a few years younger than, than I am now. And there was a man 
and well, this man, well, he, he did a stint of fighting for House Cleft. Well, the prospect of conquest and adventure was exciting, and we soon became quite at home in the, the detail of footmen that he was assigned to. By the time House Cleft was supporting Lord Scree's claim on the hinterland, and our man, well, he was keen to make his name, and set off with his comrades awash with eagerness and anticipation of the prospects before him. Unfortunately for our hero, and as is well known by now, when the battle did come, it was all over before it began. Lord Scree was far from a masterful tactician, and lost the supply lines in short order, but he marched on hard, nevertheless. But by the time contact was made, our man, well, he could barely hold a pike, let alone offer much of a fight. His lines trudged forward and pressed slowly into the enemy. The ranks before him folded like paper. Friends he'd enjoyed those early days broke beneath the feet of the advancing slaughter again, and again and again until it was his turn. When it came, he found the curious thing about being run through was that, well, it really didn't feel like being run through at all. In fact, the pressure was on his back, and as it crystallised into a strong grip, it seemed implausible to belong to anyone on his own side, and he felt himself hurtling backwards out of the crush. He barely had time to pause for a moment, and then took stock of the church knight that stood before him, screaming, It's over! Shielding him as they fled. All around him, the army was in retreat. After the rout, they took to the foothills. They watched as the fires from their advancing armies consumed settlements one by one until they could see no further. Life in the hills was hard. Relief came in the form of provisions supplied by a local commoner who took pity on them. She cared not for the grand plays for the lords. For a few months, they survived on scraps of meat and boiled bones left by the maid. They'd have perished without them, of course, though even with them, they were mere shadows clinging to their condition. The church knight had been wounded in the retreat and was particularly weak. Each day she arrived, dropped food at the outskirts of the clearing, smiled, and they left. They never spoke, but they all knew. One day, the maid appeared with scraps they'd become accustomed to. Unusually, though, this time, she was not alone. The others uh, that she was with certainly didn't look like soldiers, and she seemed comfortable in their presence. Both men stood to greet them as the lantern emblazoned on the knight's jerkin caught the light, and she'd smiled kindly and pointed it out to the others. As they cut down the knight, the other man from somewhere found the energy to run. Later... He returned to the clearing and watched from a distance. Of course, the knight was alive when they burnt him. Strange, cold flames that glowed in pale hues. Quite curious. In the morning, the man recovered the knight's emblem and made his way to the hills. His fortunes turned around after that. Hunting, shelter, in time of steed fell his way. So there was something of the goddess who, whose emblem he now carried about him. Willing him home, or... Or perhaps something about the forest favoured him. Who knows? The knight, meanwhile, well, he lay and he slept. And eventually, he opened his eyes and he remembered. Now that I come to think of it, Bambi, you do bear a striking resemblance to that young footmare. Well, so Percy looks on at Bambi, he realises that, that maybe Bambi fell asleep just as we started to get to the battle scene. But most of it was pretty much all lost. So the next day, at some point in the morning, 
Waldcrank comes down and looks around. Who was drinking least? Probably Bambury. Yeah, yeah. Bambury didn't Bambury. drink. I don't think he likes mm. the taste of it yet. He's only five. Yeah. <laughs> 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 By the time we hit Malahim, he'll be three and a half. <laughs> it's a disaster. And ready to go on a real bender. <laughs> <laughs> Which is aged backwards. That's how it works. They start real cranky and grisly and old and then become youthful and lovely. And then cranky and grisly and young. So, Adamar wakes Bambury up. He's <laughs> like, son, do you want to come up? I need to get some rest uh, it looks like your friends were a little worse for wear last night um so i'll show you how to steer the barge and then i'll go and catch some shut eye just before we do that and just to clarify you just called me son and i never met my father where were you maybe 13 slash 12 years ago maybe 14 i'm unsure <laughs> he says i Think if you were my son, you'd be a good deal taller, mm. son. Well, all right, that seems legit. That's just the word I use. Just the word I use. Fine. Uh, let's let sleeping babes lie, and I'll tiptoe over most of them, except Tristan, who I'll accidentally hoof in the face, and then I'll go and <laughs> learn to steer. <laughs> Amazingly, Tristan doesn't wake up. But when you do that, you like your foot catches, and it just leaves a little smudgy stain of the word dandy across his cheek from your sock. <laughs> Do they have a raised pattern in the sock? <laughs> yes. These are very expensive socks. These are like my pride and joy. <laughs> They're like flock wallpaper only with socks. Flock socks! <laughs> sock wallpaper. And he shows Banbury the, how to keep the boat on a straight heading and warns him what to look for in the river if he wants to avoid crashing into the side. And then he makes his way down to his cabin. How does Banbury do at steering for the next few hours? Well, Banbury actually quite likes learning about things, so he actually probably takes to it after the guy sods off. He probably acts like he uh, doesn't want to learn and then <laughs> actually actively takes everything in and then quite enjoys the new experience. Also, as I say, he's grown up in the woods. It's quite yeah. dark and impressive in those woods. He's now not on the open road, but on the open river. It's presumably a bright and lovely day it's a pretty nice morning yeah. yeah and the river's kind of going into a valley between low hills so it's really quite pleasant so yeah bamboo will probably uh roll his wizard's robe up so he can get a bit of sun on his knees and then uh, sit back and enjoy the ride put on some canvas deck shoes <laughs> his little captain's hat <laughs> play shuffleboard with jabruce yeah listen to some yacht rock Okay, so when the rest of you wake up, Bambury is up on deck steering the ship. Ah! And that's how your day begins. <laughs> With a hangover and... Yes. Give Bambury a curious look and... <laughs> well, well done, Bambury. <laughs> that's right, sir. I'm doing well. How have we not crashed yet? <laughs> do, we, do we still have the barge poles? Uh, we didn't have a barge pole. We had one, but Tristan snapped it. Remember? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know why we hate barge poles so much. I'm going to just nod sagely. Mm. That is true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Uh... I will chalk that one down to experience, like all of the others that we've thrown overboard as well. <laughs> We're quite experienced as a little collective, I suppose. As a destructive force of nature. As people that really um, dislike barge poles. Inexplicably. I wouldn't touch them with... Ben, 
how what kind what's the weather like so it's a nice sunny day so it's, it looks it's normal. quite bright yes it looks normal. quite bright and so the the river's kind of sloshing along so it's going to be it's cold but it's not frozen anymore yeah and it's winter but there's no ice Good. around i'm going to walk up tip my cap to banbury tip my hand be like morning captain grab hold of a rope wrap it around my arm and dive overboard into the cleansing water with all my clothes on. And have a jolly good... It's a sewer! A jolly... Oh, no, it is! In fairness, we're probably quite far out from Wait, town yeah. now, so it'll Yeah, have, we're rolling between be meadows. Clearer. This is clean. You're covered in fish shit. Please, I forgot that it's the same river I came out of. No, I figured it's open, it's nice, it's clean... I'm diving in. Okay, so uh, Tristan like sloshes into the river and uh, emerges bedraggled, but maybe a little bit fresher. I'm sp- I'm batting my clothes down and I'm wringing them out, kind of with my muscular physique. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I'd say like, wi- I'd say wiry rather than muscular. Yeah, right, wiry, but I'm still wriggling like an eel. <laughs> I'm getting all clean and I'm doing my hair and I've taken a little bar of soap down with me and I'm having a good scrubble <laughs> over and then I'm going to kind of just hoist and Percy just because it's hooked around one of those barrel thing you know for lower barrels onto the deck yeah. and Percy just boom and I'm pulled out of the water and explosion and I land on the deck dexterously it's sexy music to that yeah, bit thank you we'll put some of that in edit it in and then I land on the deck clean and tidy Meanwhile, as uh, as things seem to be a, a little bit more calm now, we're basically on a cruise down the river. Um, Percy's going to sort of adopt the usual sort of pose of uh, people in the sort of more later years. Um, get rid of the armour, kick back, relax, and basically sit in a pair of wide fronts on a deck chair, just sunning himself <laughs> as the world goes by on the river. Knotted hanky on his head. Knotted hanky, yeah. It actually turns out when he takes like off, takes off his knight's helm, there's a knotted hanky on there already. He just wears it the whole time. <laughs> oh, he's pre-prepared. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah, or maybe he just has like a bandana. Just going to sort of kick back, relax. Every now and then when like Tristan decides to go for a dip, he'll just sort of reach over and yank him up um, <laughs> with, the, uh, yank with, him with, with the rope that we've sort of fashioned to the, the, the yeah. sails to lash him up by. But but mostly just sort of basically act like a, a tourist sunning himself um, almost <laughs> to, to the point of pain. Perfect. I think in between bouts in the river, I serve... Uh, Percy some kind of long mead so you know water down but there's, a, there's enough of a flavour there to give him a little bit of a tipsy just having a good day and I'm just like just to say thanks for pulling me out of the water each time yeah we shall accept I'll accept yeah. Tristan has like six baths in one day I smell like Banbury yeah I'm having six baths actually can I kind of talk to Banbury I'm like look buddy listen put my arm around him and be like do you want to do you want a dip? <laughs> quick, 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 quick dip. Yeah. Do you want a quick dick? Um, Bam. Stranger <laughs> danger. Stranger <laughs> danger. I'm saying the word dip. Percy, help. It I'll just kind swim. of push Bambi. up the knotted handkerchief and look, look over and go, don't do that, Bambri. Don't do that. <laughs> Bambri, do you want to look? It you let's let's all freshen up, yeah. Fresh start. Enigma needs us to be tidy, and you know, come on, let's pull through for us. So we'll have a. Do you want a quick swim? No. 
If witches Why? get water on them, they melt. It's a famous, well-known thing oh. that I was told when I was growing up. He's also steering. Also, I'm steering. Also, that I'd never really associate those two things. Now, maybe I think Banbury has a, a bit... I'm going to pass him a bar of soap. Banbury, there's no water in this. <laughs> just, you, you can... Sp- I'm, I'm going to get the soap. And I'm, I'm gonna just going to reach up to Tristan's face and start rubbing it slowly down in one slow stroke down from his forehead to his chin. Okay, and he's then getting into the spirit of things. I'm going to kind of be like, okay, this is a, this is a big step And then when Bambri. he's speaking, I'm just going to put it back again, <laughs> slowly drag it down his face. And then if he oh. makes, it looks like he's going to say anything else, again, just slowly down his face. <laughs> I was expecting it to be stuffed into my mouth. <laughs> Like, oh, you gradually erase the smudged out word dandy from his cheek. <laughs> Fair enough, Bambri. I'll I'll leave you to it, lad. You've had a you've had a tough week. I just watch him. <laughs> <laughs> just stand like two feet away and stare. Just stand there watching, mouthing the word soap. <laughs> soap. Do you uh do you wanna go at steering? Oh, yes. Okay, there Uh-oh. you go. Cool. Bambi just walks off. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it to him. I'm going to assume. Please, I've spent enough time on a riverboat to know what I'm doing. Mostly this is it. Bambi's assuming you're a man out. of the world and fully yeah. understand how to do this. You spent on, a I'm... lot of time on a riverboat. Uh, let's have an int roll. Uh, that's not fair. Why Sorry, should a random? You're right. Let's have a wisdom roll. <gasps> Why should a random dice roll overpower my natural skill at this from my youth? <laughs> Your youth, well, you weren't driving barges in your hey, youth. You don't know. I think he's trying to indicate that he was Huck Finn as a child, which is <laughs> probably fairly legit. That's why he's trying to whitewash your face. There we go. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> There's more than one. So Tristan... I'm a bit rusty. Tristan's I'm a little, a little rust- bit rusty. He actually <laughs> kind of slightly grounds you at one Yet point. slightly. You feel the hull scrape along some gravelly rocks and everything slows down and the whole thing pitches forward and back a moment and then it kind of bobs free. As I'm sort of snoring on my deck chair in my speedos, I'll just kind of raise an eyebrow and then as it bobs free, I'll just close it again and go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to nod. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ca- yeah. Captain uh-huh. Waldcrank emerges Uh-oh. from his hatch, Oh, God. looks up and down, and he goes over to Banbury and he says, listen, son, this is why you can't hand over to amateurs. And he goes and takes the dealer from Tristan. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to dim one in anyway and just push it away from him so he's careening to the side of the river. <laughs> just walk off. Huh. Flicking my hair. <laughs> you just like flick river water from your hair. From yeah, the last clean dip. river water now. I'm going to take a seat next to Percy and just relax, kick back. I might catch a tan too. What's Enigma doing? In honour of my hangover and dick joke special, I'm hunting for <laughs> sausages. Oh, <laughs> yes. Enigma does provide us good food. <laughs> good sausages. I suspect Wallcrank's going to provide it. but Adamar's actually able to tell you where there's some supplies. It's not really like... You've, you've experienced the Rob Sausage sausages, so these are going to be pretty Never weak, but it's like some kind of dried black pudding type salami type sausage, and you've got a pan and some, and there's a little stove that you can set up. So cool. if you need fried fried breakfast, you are set for that. So make that, and then just 
sort of hobble up to deck with, uh, you know, my hand over my eyes. It's a bit bright. I'm just seeing what them chumps are up to. Morning. Okay, so at the time you come up, probably <laughs> I would imagine that Tristan's just uh, rising from the water in a, like a spray of sparkling <laughs> diamond-like <laughs> droplets of water. For some reason, he's doing it in slow motion. <laughs> Percy's pulling slowly. Yeah, yeah the water's yeah, also falling slowly. It's not even clear why. I think and he's got like a trout in his mouth and it's just <laughs> flapping from side to side. Is he becoming awesome? Spits it onto the deck. Yeah, I'm that dexterous. And I'm kind of, because it goes slowly, I'm just kind of being dragged up the side of the boat. I'm just lucky there's no barnacles here. I'm just it's like, ah, oh, faff. It's good, but also, <laughs> I don't think the ability to hold a trout in your mouth is standard dexterity. <laughs> So that's going on. Percy's sunning himself. And I don't know, Banbury probably has a glow of pride about him over his uh, expertise in riverboat steering. Yeah, I'm going to get out my um, my cauldron that we nicked way yeah. back when, and I'm going to start cooking up some potions. Okay, splendid. Uh, what, what are you thinking to cook up? Uh, probably just some more healing potions, because we all drunk them all. Yeah, so. that sounds pretty good. Oh, from sleeping, do we get our hit points back? Yeah, you can recover any hits you're down and we'll treat it as you've made camp. And so if you have any communing, etc., to do, then we can consider that also done. Well, some sort of sat down next to Tristan then. Um, what I will say is... Um, yes, so Tristan, we've got to get you to, to Malahim. Um that uh, I mean, to to date, we've we've rushed around the issue really. I suppose haven't we? We've been to the elves, we've been to the the dwarves, we've come through uh, the Vale where we've just been. But now, really, the only focus that we've got is on Malahim, um, and pretty much that's what I'm committing myself to. So it would kind of make sense today uh, for me to, I guess, in in shrine that 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 is my intention and. Uh, and that that is going to be my quest for the for the forthcoming future. Yeah, let's take the opportunity this afternoon to just declare that I am going to attempt to get you safely to, to Malahim, and I will do that in the witness of my goddess. Percy, let me stop you there. <laughs> you don't need to do that, my friend. <laughs> no, no, I really, I do. I'm, I'm not going to let you Trust do that. Trust me, I do. This, this is... <laughs> Do I need to perform like a little ride to or anything like that? Well, I, this is down to you. You're the paladin. What do you do? You need a lock of my hair. Snip. Yeah, go on. I'll, hand I'll, lock I'll, I'll shave hair. his hair off. <laughs> 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 river. I didn't really, even really need that. Uh, I just thought it'd be funny. You know? <laughs> a single lock. <laughs> and what, what do you do? What does it look like? No, pretty, pretty much I'm going to spend hair. most of the afternoon sunning myself on the deck chair. Kicking back, relaxing, and then um, as dusk starts to fall, I'll go to the front of the boat and just sort of commune with my goddess quietly um, and dedicate myself to the um, the mission of getting Tristan to, to Malahim and ask what, what she requires in return. Please, please let that actually be. You take Tristan to the front of the boat. He puts his arms out wide. <laughs> <laughs> And you, at that point, commune with your goddess and say, "I, <laughs> my heart will go on and on until I take him to Malahim. I will never, ever release him. Don't let go. And he turns around and says, I'll never let go. And you share a moment. Never seen that. And then your goddess responds, 
Yes. And then Percy kicks in a door and they both end up on the door, <laughs> surrounded by cold waters. And then he's like, sorry, this door's not big enough for both of us. And Tristan's like, there's loads of room. And he's like, no, go on. And starts peeling Tristan's fingers off one by one. <laughs> All right. So what boons do you seek? The quest offers you an unwavering sense of direction to a place. You might Mal- him. that. <laughs> do that. Sounds good. Invulnerability to something. A mark of divine authority, senses that pierce lies, a voice that transcends language, or freedom from hunger, thirst, and sleep. You can choose up to two. Mm. That's hella cool. Now, some of these seem particularly broken, um, like immunity to all damage from stuff. But I'm not going to choose that because it doesn't seem that interesting. Well, it, it would be a limited damage set. We are... We are going to have to go through all of the orcs' land, potentially, so... The tongue one the might work. one might be helpful. A tongue that can pleasure any... What was it? A tongue <laughs> that can pleasure any woman. Um, yeah, go on, I'll take I that. can move, move, move A voice that transcends language. <laughs> that might be quite useful. Yeah, um, an unwavering sense of direction to Malahim would be really fucking useful. So I'm definitely yeah, going to take that. Um, and then the next most inter- uh, most interesting um, useful is either going to be a freedom from thirst, hunger, thirst, or sleep. But to be honest, if yeah, if that's the case, then everyone's going to be hungry, thirsty, or sleepy. Yeah, yeah um, but... or Doc. <laughs> but um, cha. Vetoed. <laughs> a voice that transcends languages and uh, an unwavering sense of Ma- uh, direction towards Malahim. Okay, that is uh, that is good. You feel your holy symbol glow, Penis. and you feel the brightness as it binds you to your quest, and you hear her voice. She says, "Be bold, my paladin. Travel with valor." And I guess I knew what valor means, um, and it means. That means you must take a vow of valour. Means valour. Vow of silence. That means <laughs> <laughs> you may not suffer an evil creature to live. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> There's always a price, Percival Cleft. Yes, actually, that's the one of the higher prices. <laughs> <laughs> you mustn't suffer an unholy creature to live. No, an evil creature to live. It's fine. Comparative philosophy, it is. I, I'm going to assume that orcs aren't gonna... evil inherently, and we don't have to have him kill every orc in the desert that we're. About I'm going to walk. step between Bambury and Percy. No, Percy, <laughs> the price is too high. <laughs> Binary systems of morality don't work. My racial ability as human is that when I pray for guidance. And even for a moment, ask what here is evil. Hugh Ben will tell me honestly. Yeah, you can you can see what's evil. Yeah, but you don't have to ask. Uh, I'll I'll just quickly check if there's anything evil on the boat. <laughs> what? <laughs> we all cover our eyes. Let, well, I might as well get it out of the way. I might as well yeah. get it out of the way. It's it's anything here evil. I don't think anything is. Okay, then I'm I'm cool as long as I never use that ability again. <laughs> <laughs> or. It might be that your goddess knows. Yeah, I'm. Nah, that's probably <laughs> the case. That's probably the case. I'll bow my head, thank my goddess, and uh, <laughs> start speaking <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I notice a voice that transcends language doesn't necessarily make ears that transcend language. <laughs> you can basically talk to anyone. Purely one way. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> In perfect egg and chips. One beer, please. Perfect fluency of their language. I'm so sorry. I can't understand a word you're saying. Um, all right. So the next morning, you're out of the hills and you come to a wide plain. The riverbanks become sloped and muddy and a briny scent starts to permeate the air. You see a few sheep and goats wandering between stands of rushes and low twisted thorn trees. Occasionally you see odd ripples and the hints of sinuous shapes moving through the murky water. As you come down towards the river's mouth, Captain Admar asks you where you want to go. Here, the River Merrow is the border between Caris and Alborado. So there's Merrimuth on the south side, and on the north side is the town of Seralio. And he asks which one you want to go to. Both have harbours. Merrimuth is probably a little bigger. If we went to the other one, wouldn't we have to cross the river to get to Alborado? You're looking for a boat to take you north, basically. Oh, yeah, we're going out into the ocean, aren't we? Rather than across land, I forgot. Oh, I'm going to use a bard skill. Yes. Because it's a new port. Yep, so this is a place that you've been to. So, which... Do you have a preference? Do you want to stay in Caris? Do you want to make the jump to Alborado? What do you mean? Or do you want to find out what's going on, what you know about both? Yeah, I was going to see what we know about both, which one has the best routes, which one's renowned for the best captains and best quality vessels and, you know, stuff that would benefit us in game. Yes, okay, (laughs) well, that's a spout law. Yeah, which is charisma? I believe that spout law is... Intelligence. It's intelligence, there we go. Oh dear. Wait, don't I have a skill that is more than spout law? Oh, you do have a skill. You have a bardic. You have bardic knowledge. Fortune storm. When you return to a civilized settlement you visited before, tell the GM when you were last here. They'll tell you how it's changed since then. That's not really relevant, is it? I can do that for both of them because you've definitely visited both. Yeah. Seralio is, of course, where Dandy Seralio is from. Obviously. So that's his hometown. Thanks for bringing that up. I was trying to dodge that, but yeah. <laughs> He's quite popular there, as you might imagine. Yes, yes, I know. So we, I just turned to the <laughs> Tiller. I've, I've heard enough. We're not going to the Seralio one. <laughs> We're going to Merrimuth. We're going to Merrimuth. What, what, what's the benefit in going there? To Merrimuth. And I'm yes. just going to shoot the, the Tiller guy a look. Captain Waldcrank. Yeah, he knows. He's just going to do it. It's just better, Percy. Don't worry. It's It's just better. Very well. Fine. That's all it boils down to. Well, I've I've trusted you so far, so why not? It is actually better, isn't it? Can I just check this? Well, they're fairly similar. They're roughly equivalent towns to each other, to be honest. They kind of are both a bit culturally proud of their own local culture. So Merrimuth's almost like a slightly cliched Carisian town. Seralio's like a slightly cliched Alboradan town. It's all terracotta roofs and like white plaster buildings. And Merrimuth is more stone buildings and they're like architecturally different. They're culturally quite different. They're very similar what? size. You're the probably... Alborado one's a bit more Spanish. Yeah, Alborado is a quite similar to. Donkey. It's a yeah. Mediterranean kind of country. So yeah, we're we're going to that one. That's that's the one. I I can swallow my uh, dandy feud. It's a, just a nicer. Well, hang on. Which, which is the one that we would um, fit more easily into and just be lost in the crowds? 
Yeah. So Mount Math. They're both fairly small towns. They're about the same person. Right, okay, so we're going to stand out wherever we go. Okay. Percy, you're sunburnt and just wearing your pants and a hanky. You're going to stand out wherever we go. <laughs> well, you know. All fitting perfectly. I'm not going to suggest I'm going to put my armour on. This is how I'm going to, okay, um, to exit the ship. Okay, when you put your armour on... No, I'm not doing that. Okay, like when you do, it's going to feel refreshingly cool upon all that sunburn. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like after sun, only metal. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm Itchy. assuming I have contacts in both, yeah, so... Do. We'll go to either. Okay, I've... so if you're going to Seraglio... Yeah. I've got a favourite tapas bar we can go to. <laughs> yeah, it's probably slightly bigger. You've got a favourite tapas bar. So yeah. how has it changed since you were last there? Good question, Ben. There's a lot more Tristan Wild posters than there were last time. <laughs> um, money is quite freely given to new travellers. Um, and they've invented teleportation to Malahim. Which, yeah. Uh, is a massive yeah. no, nobody ever that. foresaw coming but you know no, it was just, <laughs> just the way the cookie know, people, gobbles people with their ear to the ground knew but mm. you know us everyday folk we didn't know we just boom teleportation to Malahim's there yeah that was wasn't even on the cards t- at all really no. I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying I've got something good for you Captain Waldcrank steers you into the harbour and he says good fortune to you sirs I hope your onward journey is a safe one. Um, good fortune to you, sirs and your majesty. Oh. I hope your journey forward is a good one. Sorry. We'll give him a bow. So, um, <laughs> Wolfgang, when you said your majesty... Uh, you kept referring to that one as a princess. Yeah. Okay, He's got yeah, your number, just... Enigma. You're right. <laughs> no, actually, we did. Uh, Wolfgang, please don't mention we were here. Don't mention the princess. Just just forget about us. Un- unimportant undistinguishable from each other people. No special characteristics to us for magic, magician, bard, knight and princess. We were never here. I saw a young lad who I wouldn't have minded taking on as an apprentice. He seemed good at sailor. A couple of nondescript fellas, one a bit sunburnt and a lady of unknown station. That's all there was to it, sir. Mostly, obviously, I was... Carrying those good quality planks from Vale. Plankville. I'm going to tip him an extra 20 gold. <laughs> and a Picasso. He just called us planks. <laughs> well, I'll go for 25. 25 gold. I've got to splash the wealth a little bit so he Whoa. knows who I am. <laughs> That's the opposite of what we want to achieve. Do not let <laughs> him know who you are. I've, I've forgotten even more comprehensively who you are. In fact, I'm going to buy so much mead, I have no recollection this journey even happened. Nice. Yes, I'm going to give him a hawk five. <laughs> hey, uh, Tristan, I'll forget who you are for 25 gold. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to look at Banbury. I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> But I'm, the thing is, I'm chuckling to myself and I look back a cheeky grin at him and he knows I'm just teasing, you skanky little shitball. And then I turn away and I'm actually straight faced. I genuinely am just sick of it. <laughs> okay, give me a defined danger on charisma. What's Banbury going to do? Jeez, I was joking, Banbury. Leave me alone. Might give you an apple. No, I, I, I just want to know if he knows, if he sees through your shallow ruse. What do you mean, shallow ruse? I mean, you're clearly shallow ruse. Of... Yeah, but I'm asking him to forget us. I'm not saying no, we not, aren't not, anybody. not Adamar, uh, Banbury. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, Banbury, he, he loves you, really. 
Oh, <laughs> there's yeah. no way. There's no way he's sick of you. <laughs> oh, I'm not sick of him, really. Banbury's cool. Ish. <gasps> That's yes, the thing. I think that got me my final XP. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that might be one of my bonds. Damn it! <laughs> so you find yourselves oh, on, no bollocks. on the uh, streets of Seraglio. One of the things that's uh, happened since you were last here is you remember Mari? No. And Luigi? It's me, Seraglio. <laughs> well, suffice it to say, Tristan, she remembers you. Oh, she <laughs> <G> music. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> she's like, Tristan Wilde, what the hell are you doing? Uh, Where did you go? <laughs> I'm just going to drop to the floor in a fetal position. <laughs> See, it works for Banbury sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to cover him in a blanket and then just look at the lady like sheepishly. <laughs> He's not here. She says, do you think I'm an idiot? And then she just starts swearing in Alborodon at a very impressive and expressive rate. Tristan, of course, follows every word of it, but the rest of you probably don't. Actually, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, um, hmm. ah, awkward. <laughs> I see. Yes. She's not going anywhere, is she? She seems to think you really let her down. What did you do? Do I know? Whatever you say you did is probably what you did. Well, it's a long story. She was very talented on the violin and I had said we would would hit the road, but she broke her finger and I just kind of bailed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't have time for a recovery and I really wanted to get to the city. And thankfully I got there in time to be yeah, recruited I, into this little shindig so it was the right decision it was the right decision for you but she doesn't seem to see it that way <laughs> okay I'm gonna leap up out of my blanket with a flourish as if revealing a surprise I was here all along <laughs> she's momentarily startled I shall say what's her name Mary Oof. Mary, oh, thank goodness you found me. I I was coming to tell you it it's okay. <laughs> she says, yes, it's okay. And she just raises her middle finger at you. She says, it's fine. See, fine. <laughs> I'm just going to grab it and snap it. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm going to stop him. What are you like, doing, you sick fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really. I'm like, oh, I knew it. I knew if I was hanging around, you would be worrying about me wanting to rush off on top. But you needed time to recover. You know that. I knew it. But it was just the quickest thing I could. I thought if I get out of town, you'll be angry, but you'll relax, you'll recover. Then when I'm back, we'll hit the road. She said, so, it, it wasn't broken. It took two days. Two days, Tristan. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I saw the broken finger and thought, "This, I'm going to do this for her. You dig? Give me a defy danger on charisma. <laughs> Come on, charisma. Don't fail me now. I made a crappy excuse. It's going to work. She sees straight through it, but I have got some XP. This is Mark a shame. Experience. <laughs> to be fair, th this girl is. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Jeez. 
don't get how you do it. I'm like, it. I've got bigger things to worry about than your stupid broken finger, and I'm just going to walk off. <laughs> I'm going to throw the blanket over her. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to send her some flowers later or something, but I'm in no mood to be trifled with today. <laughs> He's disgusted. <laughs> Why? Oh, trifle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no, that pun makes no sense. Yeah, it does. Mm, trifle. Yes, derail Ben's bit of plot there successfully. I would imagine you know which of the like Harborside Taverners is the one where you're most likely to be able to find people sailing the coast, right? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? It is the oily rig. The oily rig. <laughs> the thing is, the oily rig has got... It's not upmarket. It's the sort of place you go to when you want to get something done. Yeah. Not secretive, but just not promoted. I'm going to kick well. open the door in my Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a door in your Speedos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the dick jokes. <laughs> dick jokes special. So, you find yourselves in... It's kind of like a classic harbourside stuff. They've got fishing net across the roof and, like, lanterns around the place, but not too many. It's pretty dark. There's a bar. You can see quite a few people in here. Who are you looking for? Well, around this time, it's going to be Captain Fingers. Captain Fingers? <laughs> okay, yeah. Captain Fish Fingers. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't. I'm, I hear Percy make that joke and I'm like, no, do not. Don't make that joke near him. He hates it. <laughs> just he absolutely adores it. Yeah, no. You, you, you take the lead, Tristan. This is your territory. Okay. In here, you see a couple of sailors you know. You can't see fingers. You can see Padita Gully, who uh, runs Asteropy's Star. You can see Dare Crobbit, who runs the Spumwallow. You can <laughs> see... <laughs> you can see Captain Arsene, the man they called Wild Dog. Yeah, he's... he's... He tends to sail south rather than north. He's a sail hunter. A sail hunter? He's a yeah, seal but... hunter. Yeah, but he's he's got the stamina we need for this journey. He's got the right stuff, but you might take a bit of convincing. He's kind of jerky. He's kind of jerky. Yeah, but he's still a bloody good captain. Oh, he's a very good captain, yeah. We're not on the best terms, but we have a mutual respect for each other. He thinks I'm a pansy, and I think he's a tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's mutual. So he thinks you're like an effete artist. And yeah. he's a tough seal hunting captain. Yeah. I think I see where this is going. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so, uh, are you going to go and talk to him? Well, I don't know. I'm just seeing who else is in the bar still. Those are the captains that you know of. There's a few other sailors, but you don't know whose crews they're on. They're not familiar faces. These three you all know quite well. Yeah, I mean, the first guy... He's he's quite good, but he's quite young. He's quite new to it. She's quite new so, to it. So that's Padita. Yeah, the second guy, his ship's not quick. It's not. Re it's more of a sort of a a carrying vessel. Whereas yeah, when you're when you're whaling, you've got to be quick, but you've got to be sturdy as well. Yeah, I got to be. I mean, got to be. See, I'm I'm mixing with these folk already. Dropping my teas, <laughs> getting a little bit more like a builder. <laughs> right, Captain. I sidle up next to him. He kind of fixes you with a cold stare and says, Ah, 
the singer. Ah. What do you want? Yeah, I was going to say the whaler, but you interrupted me. He calls you the whaler too. Doesn't he? <laughs> um, let's let's take one of the seats over here, please. He says, "I assume you're buying." Of course. Excellent. He... I'm just going to drop a handful of gold onto the counter. <laughs> Much more than would buy everyone in here two rounds. <laughs> And then kind of pick up... I didn't mean to drop that much. I'm just going to grab it all back up. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> just put a single silver coin in front of him. There you go. <laughs> just like a schmeckle. <laughs> <laughs> the barber needs to... We don't take them over here. That's the other side of the mountains. <laughs> just going to put a small footstool on the counter. Oh, kick back to previous jokes. <laughs> yeah, so he, he sets down yeah. a, a table with you. He says... I assume you want something. We what's the where is it we're actually trying to go? Well, You're trying you want to sail to the east, but in terms of sailing, people sail up and down the west coast a lot. So sailing to Arishar is going to be easy. Beyond there, people don't tend to sail much because of the fact that there isn't much out there. It's like a desert coast. And, yeah. of course, there's the royal once you get further on. So people maybe sail up to the archipelago more than they sail further along that coast. So you'll probably have to charter something from Arushar to get beyond. Um, yeah, so we basically just need to get to Arushar. Yeah. And then, so I'm going to explain that we're looking to get to Arushar, but we also need the backup of potentially going further. What's the furthest north you've been? I don't normally sail much further north than here, but it's been a tough winter and I don't think there'll be much value in the south for a while. Not much profit to be made, so I might be interested in sailing north if you can make it worth our while. I'm going to fill up one of the glasses and pass it across slowly to him and I'm like, have I got a proposition for you? And then the he cameras says, pan out and we start whispering quietly. <laughs> yeah, he, says, he says, cut out the droll nonsense. It buys nothing okay. with me. Have Have I got a proposition for you? Can the uh, three of us be over at the bar as we're watching Tristan do this? Yes, of course. So he says, so you want yourself and those three at the bar do i turn and they're all staring just staring at the table we're literally just staring at your face right. <laughs> yeah those three incognitos <laughs> uh yes me and three others utmost discretion leaving now well as soon as possible with the tides he pauses for a moment and then he looks at you again and he says, if you travel on my ship, you work as members of my crew. You're what? within, you're under my command for the journey. That's fair. Do you think you can handle that? Yeah. I'll extend my hand. He takes it in a ridiculously firm grip. Ooh, I'm, I'm not phased. Whatevs. And like shakes your hand. And he says, the charter will cost you 50 gold a head for the journey. I'll go 40. 50 gold a head, but I'll accept 40 for the child. Uh, 40 gold a head, because you need this money more than I do. You've had a hard summer. This is better than nothing. You can either have this or have nothing. I'm going to go down to 30 if you don't think quick. Now I'm going to bully him with my charisma. Give me parlay. <laughs> What's parlay? Tits. I didn't know this was a thing. Par parlay is a standard move. Oh, right. What's that do? 
when you have some kind of leverage on a GM character, roll plus charisma. Leverage is oh, something good. they need or want. So uh, on a 10 plus, they do what you ask if you first promise what they ask of you. Or seven to nine, they'll do what you ask, but need some concrete assurance of your promise right now. Oh, we don't need to know what seven plus is going to be, do we? Let's be honest. Here we go. <laughs> oh, well, yes, yeah, a seven. That's fine. Nice seven. Yeah, so that's a solid seven. I'll drop him half the, half the gold at, at 40, 30 ahead. So I'm going to give him 60 gold now. He says, I'm going to need half the gold. Yeah, that's it. 60. Boom. He says, that is not half the gold. I could go seal hunting now. I bring in three times this value in seal skins, just traveling south. This is not half the gold. If you want to sail on the ghost, you need to have... (laughs) Nice. I'll give him the extra 20 gold. For reference, I only have 32 gold, so... Yeah, you're not the most famous bard in the country. Okay. We are pissing gold at the moment. Yeah, none of us are the dandy. Like, that's not relevant. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, on your character sheet, you have 40 gold. No, I don't. (laughs) I'll just point this out. So you're currently carrying 40 gold. Oh, fine. I'm just going to stand up and be like, ladies and gentlemen, gather around. Give what you can. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to start playing an enchanting song about the benefits of giving money to me and i'll give tristan 32 gold (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just gonna quickly just crack out a damn good tune okay nine for my charisma that's a nine on your charisma well not great but it's good it's good but it would be better if it didn't sound really off key and dissonant and like every time you strum it just sounds out of tune and off key I'm wrong, and people are sort of a little bit looking at you like, is this really Tristan Wilde, the famous bard? Can we assist? You could maybe assist, yes. Uh, so, Can I attempt to assist with some drums? No, I've got a better assist you could do. So roll plus bond with Tristan. So I think that's plus one. Seven. Okay, so you are implicated in everything that happens. Nice. <laughs> You expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. I actually think the cost here is that you are giving money to Tristan to help. (laughs) So, Tristan, every time you strum your guitar, it sounds off-key and weird and wrong. And Percy, what Mm. you notice is in a dark corner of the tavern, the girl that was shouting at Tristan earlier is stood there with a violin and every time he plays, she plays a note slightly out of key (laughs) and makes it sound really awful. (laughs) And so you're able to go up and just, you just put a hand on her bow. Can I actually, as I'm sort of of sat there, can I just knock off a whole person's bow? (laughs) Yes, that's fine. We'll, We'll make that what that role did. And Tristan immediately starts sounding way better. All right, so, Tristan, you have woven a mighty performance. You work, Percy. Give me a D10. Plus nine. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, 900 gold. You pull in 36 coins. What? That's a nine. Mm. How does nine equals 36? I get the impression 36 is probably quite a lot of money. Like, we paid that other guy 50 to do three days' worth of work. And we drank all that guy's mead. 
Yeah, I need to do this more often then. I suppose it's a small bar. And... Yeah, also, nine, 9 equals 36 if you multiply it by 4. Yeah, that's well, one way of looking at it, for sure. So, you ha- now have enough money to make the down payment, Tristan. Okay, I'll give him 40. Okay, so you give him 80 gold. Okay. So, by the time you get off this boat, you're going to need to find the rest of his money or make a shifty escape. How much gold oh. do we actually have in total? Because I'm uncomfortable with... That's fine, it's done. Just trying to leg it at the end. I Yeah, I don't worry about it, Percy, I'll cover that. I No, I am going to worry about it, though. So, yep, we don't does anybody have to. money? It's fine, I can sort this all out. I've got money at, in the bank. We're at... Um, yeah, oh, once you get to Parieso or Arishad, yeah. you might be able to get some money out of the bank. Okay, fine. I've got money everywhere. I don't carry it all around with me, apparently. No, because uh, your agents invested a lot of it for you. I'm sure it's fine, though. Yeah, me too. They didn't They didn't know about my secret stash of <laughs> one million gold coins. So, you have, you have a ship, and you're ready to leave for the north with the morning tide. And Excellent. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap up. Gwyn sees Grog Club. Oh, and so's Ali, actually. Damn it. You've got to pass it on to her. No real life names. No real life names. (laughs) That all seems to sort of fit with the the programme that we're on, and and, and so that's what we're going to do. Nice breaking the fourth wall there. Well done. (laughs) You're welcome. Programme, podcast. Oh, Gwyn, come on. It wasn't bad. Just wasn't was, that fun. That was, that's that's going to be cool. cut. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go, yeah. Stu. It's, all, it's, it's dead. Let's not dwell on this one. Let's not it dwell worked. on this one. Damn it. It yeah. worked. <laughs> Ding. Unbelievable. Tumbleweed rolls past. <laughs> um, tumbleweed. So Dick took special. What's Enigma doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't have been that funny, but it, no, it shouldn't. <laughs> I've missed Slow Gin. <laughs> it's it sounds like Slow Gin so has fast. hit you. It's gone. I'm feeling tipsy, man. This is good. <laughs> As Tristan comes down to sort of sit next to me, I'll kind of... <laughs> Screw Enigma! Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Right, carry on. No, carry on. no I did that. I was like, right, don't want to listen to Enigma anymore. It's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get Percy and me in the story. We need some airtime. It's been sorely lacking this episode. <laughs> Percy, hit us. What is it we do that's no, as no, cool I as when we're on the wall together? No, no, I will give way to Enigma. 
It's Enigma's oh, time. You know, she's just lost Maybe her father. Maybe I don't want you know. any time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Maybe she's got a little time. spotlight on her. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to turn and add your spotlight onto Enigma. I'm going to with her everywhere she goes. Um, reflecting as the sun off a mirror. Uh, in, in, in the trees it, but... beside the uh, river, you spot some wild sausages. No! <laughs> Just hanging off them. <laughs> if only uh, we had a barge pole to knock them down. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Bambri's actually going to crack open his... Um... Penis. <laughs> crack open his penis? <laughs> what the hell do you do to your penis, Stu? You are not meant to crack them open. <clears throat> that is not a thing. Go and see a doctor. What, and, and sticking a it's... flat sword down one was earlier. What's this person coming from? That was you as well. From? It's like a oh, kinder yeah. egg. <laughs> Thank you, Enigma. Someone's <laughs> on my side. That was, that was comedy. Know. This is sick. <laughs>